Get up and dance. Do it again. Get up and dance. The music is playing. Hey, this is Connect the Dots radio show. And uh, it's going to be a magical show. And I'll tell you why. You know, did you ever dream that you could relive a moment in time? Well, if you're in the New York City area, where I am, you're going to get to relive a little of time tonight. And that's, you know, why? Because the clocks are going to get turned back at the end of the show, which means you'll get to relive between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. on the East Coast here of the USA. Again, it's like magic. Who said you can't relive an hour's worth of time? They didn't know nothing about daylight saving time or moving the clocks backwards or forwards. But tonight, that's right. You're going to get to relive one hour of time between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. again. Is that magic or what? Or is it just a manipulation of numbers? Hey, this is Connected Us Radio Show. This is BBS Radio, where we can... Speak freely. This is called in radio show. The number is 888-627-6008. And if you're in some other country, you'll have to call 323-744-4831. Hey, if you got a phone, you can do that. Do you realize that? The magic of phones. Tell a phone. What are you going to tell a phone? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> did you ever try talking to a machine? Hey, we do that all the time. People talk to their machines. People talk to their cars. And uh, beware, if you have an all-electric vehicle with a lithium battery, yeah, lately they've been exploding. <laughs> Be careful. And, uh, hey, this is an educational show. And um, what more can I say about that except uh, the fake news is still fake news. And, uh, man, are they, um, boy, are the liars out. Hey, Halloween's over, let me tell you, but. You know what I like about this year? Uh, people are leaving their Halloween displays up. Kind of like uh, at Christmas time, sometimes uh, people leave their Christmas lights on for an extra two weeks. Well, it seems like uh, on the East Coast here that people are leaving their big Halloween decorations up because the Halloween decorations are getting pretty fantastic. It's like... Uh, almost as uh, fantastic as Christmas light displays this year, especially with the 10, 12 feet skeletons on people's lawns. Uh, you know, really scary for little children, I guess. But uh, 
Hey, it's it's nice to see that. I'm glad they haven't taken down their decorations because as, as I'm driving around, um, I enjoy looking at Halloween decorations. And I enjoy looking at Christmas light decorations. <clears throat> but hey, we got to you know try to make ourselves happy in this world because it, it's your responsibility really to make yourself happy. And then we try to make other people happy, too. Uh, good vibrations are uh, going to be mandatory in the future. Not that anyone's going to have to be forced to do it. We're going to voluntarily project good vibrations. I try to project them every day of my life, whenever possible. Uh, I know how to read people pretty good, you know. And uh, there's always a few grumpy old people walking around like, you know, and uh, you can you can spot them. You realize, man, if you if you even thought of saying hello to somebody that's grumpy, they'll get all bent out of shape, won't know how to uh respond. And uh, so you just leave those people alone. Uh but um whenever possible, hey, smile at people, say hello. You know what I found the bell? And uh, being on the East Coast in the U.S., New York City uh, metropolitan area, whenever I talk to people from other parts of the country, they talk about how unfriendly we are over here. And uh, in some ways that's true, but as any New Yorker would tell you, we're not unfriendly, we're friendly to the uh, the right people because there's, a lot of nasty people in big cities all the time, but that's going to change. We're walking into a new reality or floating into a new reality or the new reality is coming, uh, <laughs> is, uh, engulfing us. There's a famous, uh, line, uh, accredited to, uh, that poet rock star rebel, of the 20th century named uh, Jim Morrison. After his death, they, uh, the rest of the Doors, in case you didn't know, Jim Morrison was the lead singer of that uh, rock band called The Doors. Uh, after his death, uh, the rest of the members of the band uh, dug up some of his poetry, well, uh, they had access to it, rather. And uh, one of the lines that they put music to behind, behind uh, one of his poetic lines was, we're reaching for something on the end of a candle that's already found us. And uh, that kind of relates to what's happening around us just out of sight right now. Uh, all the uh, the good uh, um, members of the galaxy and the universe, they have found us on planet Earth and they're in the process of rescuing us. If you're not aware of that, well, get aware of it because I don't think you're going to hear about that on the TV news. The only time on the regular news, the fake news channels, 
the big glamour shit, you're going to hear some truth is when the ETs finally take over all the broadcasting networks. The good ETs do that. They're going to take over all the broadcasting networks, just like in a science fiction movie, and they're going to say, people of Earth, we've come to rescue you. We will land on your world tomorrow. It's going to happen just like that. They've been talking about it for a number of years now. But we had previews of that in science fiction movies starting from the 1950s on. And uh, science fiction movies were always uh, relating hidden truths to us. Well, not always, but most of the time they do. And... um, Here's something that I perceive. I don't know if you can perceive. It's like there's been a game going on. Uh, Because uh, members of the uh, more evolved societies uh, have a larger overview of the universe, and uh, they uh, can read our thoughts and read many of our thoughts, some of them that monitor us here on Earth, I came up with a phrase in my book, Connected Dots Theory. The one book you can read and become a smarter person at the end of reading the book, which should only take you about two hours. Um, Hey, it's only 100 pages of text, but 75 pictures of photos, really, and large photos of things that not go bump in the night, but things that leave light trails in the night or things that hover in the sky, pictures of craft that no one else has ever shown uh, to this day. I mean, they're still they're always coming out with new photos of spacecraft and stuff like that, but my book still has pictures that I took, I don't know, about 20 years ago. <laughs> and... Uh, I still have that book of mine, Connected Dots Theory, uh, has pictures of uh, craft that nobody else has, has shown us still. And the uh, with all the new information being revealed and all the new pictures of people are taking because the uh, uh, ETs are trying to get us used to seeing them, so uh, seeing them, getting us used to seeing. Uh, craft floating in the sky that are not of uh, the U.S. government or the uh, other governments or the dark uh, forces. And I've got those pictures in my book, you know, just taken with a regular 35-millimeter camera at night. And these craft are hovering in our skies, at least on the East Coast they are. And... uh, Plenty of pictures of, of the creatures that are coexisting in our world. You wouldn't even know they're here unless you took some pictures at night with a bee setting on your camera. Well, you can uh, find out what that's all about. Go to a camera place and ask them. And, uh, you know, these are pictures. When you get your 35 millimeter pictures back from developed. And with the negatives, you have real pictures there, and you have the proof that these things exist. Because uh, you can't tamper with the 35-millimeter film without leaving a trace of being tampered. Not like the digital stuff we have today. 
In fact, uh, I have a page I've been dedicated to that, or half a page in my book. Like I, you know, only there is no filler in the book. There's only knowledge. I talk about things that nobody else has ever talked about. You know, if you want to become a smarter person, get it. I mean, so e-books are so damn cheap nowadays. I mean, if you want to buy the full book, and I recommend you do because you can flip through the pages faster than you can a, uh, a video screen on your computer, the eight and a half by 11 photos enlargements. And uh, in certain ways, you can study them better, too, out of the book. Uh, that's the size of the book, eight and a half by 11, soft cover book sold at Barnes and Noble. Uh, you probably can order it through Amazon too, but um, I know most people don't want to spend that much money. I mean, between five and seven dollars per an ebook that can make you a smarter person in a couple of hours, you know? It's always going to take you to read it. And there, and I talk about the digital conspiracy. You know, that's why the government in the U.S. made it mandatory that all broadcasting networks um, start broadcasting on the digital signal. You know, it's the new world order behind this. So they can fake pictures anytime they want. And there's no way to prove that they didn't fake them. Uh, a lot of that uh, stuff going over on the Ukraine war, I feel sorry for the poor Ukrainian people who are getting victimized by both sides. In my opinion, they're getting victimized by uh, the evil Ukrainian government and the Russians. And uh, But it's all the evil Ukrainian government's fault, really, and nobody gets to talk about that. But uh, that's the way. The Ukrainian government is one of the most crookedest governments on the face of the earth. They do all the money laundering for our crooked politicians, not only U.S. politicians, but politicians in all of what's considered Western society. Yep, the Ukrainian government does that. And that's why they're getting all this support now, and because they don't want to see the Ukrainian government fall. And hey, in my opinion, it would have been better for all of us if the Russians had went to Kiev real fast, got rid of the government, and set up something that was going to serve the people. And they would have ended the money laundering. So you can say these things on BBS radio. They can't do anything about it, you know? And, uh, but of course, they're not worried. You know, they're rolling in so much money. They're sucking the world dry with the Ukrainians now. And they're all passing, the, you know, a piece of the pie around to all the governments that are participating in this gigantic sham. Hey, even uh, crooked Biden and his son, you know, they're getting money hand over foot. They're getting barrels of money. And, um, you know, and you, the American people, are putting up with this crap because you're still allowing crooked politicians to run the government. You know, we need a substitute of government. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we need to make government obsolete and replace it with a better system. Yeah, there's plenty of better systems besides government. Hey, I talk about it in my book, Connected Asterium. 
you know? I make the philosophical statement that people respond better to agreements and understandings than uh, inflexible rules and laws. You know why the inflexible rules and laws are there? They're there to uh, suppress us, to keep us from being free. Um, in America here, one of the perfect examples is that You know, every state has their own DMV, and here's where the estates are just as evil as the federal government. DMVs are supposed to be Division of Motor Vehicles, but what they use it as for is harassment and and, and, um, (laughs) extortion, highway robbery, literally. Literally, I call it the uh, DMV, Division of Motorist Victimization. Because the uh, the laws are inflexible, they're unrealistic, and they're um, kind of an extortion process that the towns use to make money for their coffers. Uh, and of course, any money brought into the government, some of it always ends up in the pockets that have been elected to government. That's the way it works, you know? That's why we need to uh, replace government. Uh, You know, we can still call it government with a better system that actually serves the people. In order to do that, we have to change the laws. It's a rough deal because the politicians are not going to change the laws of their own volition because they like the status quo because that's why they became politicians. So when they get elected, they can scoff the money from here, there, and everywhere. You know, it was a great movie uh, that, uh, I, let me see if I can uh, remember, like, uh, this is something that came out of uh, when, when in America we were trying to get truthful here. It was something out of the 60s. It was a movie made back in the 60s. And uh, whatever what it's all about, uh, was it basically showed how corrupt the system was that uh, even when you get to meet with your uh, politician and you can tell him all your complaints and he'll in this movie he's sitting there smoking a cigar and uh, tell me your problem there boy and uh, the, uh, the I think it's called the revolutionary or the revolutionist. And uh, this poor guy gets exploited by the communist, and uh, he he trying to he's trying to uh, get government to do the right thing, and um, basically the politician gave him some time to talk, sat there and listened, and of course did nothing. <laughs> and that's pretty much where it still is, you know. And that's why people hate government. Because, you know, it's all a scam. And um, it's a log jam, too. You know, it's been for decades in America. It's been for over 100 years it's been a log jam in America. Once in a blue moon, which doesn't happen too often, uh, they, they do something good for the public. Probably the best thing in America they ever did... Uh, was set up Social Security. And uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Oh, they made that law, you get a turn on a red light. Yeah. 
there's another cut in stone law that people get victimized by, have to wait for a red light. There's no one around. Why do you have to wait for the red light? You know? Yeah, of course, they have to, you know, we know the answer what to that one. But, you know, realistically, if no one's around, why would you have to wait for a red light? You know, it's government. Then if you, if you cater to that, you're allowing government to waste your time, time that can never be gained back. You know, that's, that's one thing uh, important to understand in life. Don't let anyone waste your time, including the government, because there's no way they can uh, pay you back, give you back your time, unless you're a member of the secret space program. Because um, the military, the secret military, has the uh, the time travel equipment. Um, let me see, uh, Corey Good and the uh, his buddy there. Um, if you're familiar with them, they're out there on YouTube and Twitter and all that stuff. Uh, one of them was in the uh, secret space program, and when he came back, he did a 20-year ship, and they, uh, they had the technology. After the 20 years you served the government in the secret space program, uh, they rejuvenate you back to where you you enlisted. Uh, so you get... You live 20 years and you didn't age a day. You get to relive those 20 years over. It was from age 20 to 40 or whatever. And so that technology does exist and we will have access to it when the event happens, when the ET is finally land. And I've said it before. Uh, and uh, I'll just want to reinforce, uh, remind everybody, it has to happen before July of 2025. Why do I believe that? Because when um, I came across the information, the explanation behind it has to do with the celestial movement. Beyond that point, uh, there can't be a planetary ascension. Well, it's already been decided long ago that there's going to be a planetary ascension here on Earth. And the Earth is in the process of moving up to the fifth dimension. Mother Earth is there already. Uh, we, uh, she wants to, uh, she's giving us time to join her. And of course, right before the, uh, around the time the ETs land, and it has to happen before 2025, the thing called the event, there's going to be a whoosh of energy that's going to transmute, uh, every molecule on this planet. And, you know, it'll be a recalibration, a recrystallization of every atom on our world. Tytech science does that, you know. The universe is filled with advanced science. In fact, uh, if you want to get a beginning and look to it, there's a wonderful book out there called The Keys of Enoch. I met the... Uh, I met the man, Dr. Hurtock, who wrote the book a number of years ago when he uh, he visits New York City frequently. And um, I don't know what he's doing lately, but he formed in 1972. He had an enlightened experience. And it says for us in the, in the, the preface in the book that he was in his room alone praying, you know, some people pray and 
Prayer is uh, you're connecting with a larger reality when you pray. That's why prayer works. The uh, He was praying a humble prayer for the meaning of life. You know, it's difficult for us to understand here on earth the meaning of life because uh, the dark forces uh, made it mandatory because they've controlled this world and isolated it from the rest of the universe. This wonderful, beautiful planet, planet Earth, Mother Earth, uh, that if you wanted to incarnate, come and be born into this world, you had to agree to have your memory erased of where you came from before or what you're even doing here. So a lot of us haven't a clue what we're doing here. And so he he was one of them back in 1972 when he um, became enlightened by an event. He was in his room praying for the meaning of life. And a being of light appeared in his room, manifested out of thin air. Beings of faster vibrating light can do that. And who was it? The famous Enoch, the one mentioned in the Bible. And um, why is Enoch a famous person in the Bible? Because Enoch was one of the people who uh, it's, you know, talked about that he left the earth without dying. And if you're advanced enough from a higher reality, you can do that. You can... Uh, manifest into this world in a physical human body, and then you can leave of your own volition because you have the knowledge and power and know-how and connection to the bigger universe of how to do that, and you just will it, and it happens. And we're all going to have that opportunity again. Uh, If you can just hang around before the event, uh, until the event happens, And then slowly but surely, the advanced technologies are going to be given to us. But if you want a glimpse of what futuristic science is, get that book. So he was taken on a journey, Dr. Hertog, and uh, says in the prefix of the book, the uh, off this world, an envelope of light was put around him by this being Enoch, and that's all you need to travel. You don't need a spacecraft if you're an advanced being. You can travel on your own in a bubble, and you create it with your own willpower. Amazing. And uh, many things out there. And then they downloaded the information into his mind to go back to Earth. He was gone for a couple of days, I think, and uh, write the book. It's called The Keys of Enoch, and it was published in 1973. Available everywhere. And uh, after writing the book, he he created a place called the Academy of Future Science, because what he talks about in the book is future science. And uh, you might want to... uh, I mean, there's so many uh, interesting things you can learn from this book. And uh, I, I recommend everyone get, 
Yet it's a hard book to read. You need to have a little understanding of science. If you really uh, don't have any background in science, you might find it really difficult to understand what's going on because it talks about physics, advanced physics, and formulas and stuff like that. And contained within the book is the magic explanation of 666. All the people that have been guessing, bobbing for apples, as the saying goes, uh, throughout the years, trying to interpret that number of 666 that's mentioned in the Bible, the book of the Revelation, talks about 666. Um, Jesus uh, said it's man's number. But somehow that got twisted into it's the devil's number. And uh, people incorporate that, especially ones that want to wave their evil flag. They try to put that number out there as many times as possible because they're so, that's how stupid they are. Yeah, they don't even know the real meaning of it. Well, it's in the book. You, know, you don't have to take my word for it. Get the book and find it yourself. And it's basically 666. It represents a special force field. Yeah, that's what it represents. You know, uh, when we, uh, the Earth, when we uh, get pulled up into the Earth, into the fifth dimension, we'll be operating in a force field of 888. Yeah. And it's connected with a diagram, too. It's three numbers, identical, plus a, a little geometry that uh, also helps connect it. And uh, that's what it 666 really stands for. All the other stuff, it's guesswork or fantasical thinking or the dark side pretending it's their number. And it's, and it's not. <laughs> hey, don't take my word for it. Get that book and read it. But before you get that book, get my book, Connected Dots Theory, because that'll make you a smarter person in a couple hours. Keys of Enoch is going to take you months or years to read. It's that technical. But you'll find that 6-6 riddle in that book explained. And uh, I might give a brief minute. I didn't forget if I gave brief message to brief mention to that in my book connected dots theory but i've got so many other important things it doesn't matter um <laughs> i talk about the digital conspiracy i list 39 ongoing conspiracies uh yeah all conspiracies are real that if you're a, a truth speaker a truth sayer a truth uh, revealer, never use those words, conspiracy theorists. That's an evil uh, control uh, slogan thought up by the CIA to keep you dumb and to try to put you down when they don't like what you're saying, they call you a conspiracy theorist. There are no conspiracy theorists. If you become aware of a conspiracy, you're a conspiracy revealer. And of course, occasionally people make up things uh, and uh, uh, kind of like go beyond the limits of what's real. 
uh, I mean, we should all start using different words, you know. Uh, forget about conspiracy. We can use uh, other words like plots against humanity, plots against mankind. Your government is a participant. I don't care what country in the world you're in. Your government is a participant in a plan designed to suppress truth and suppress uh, humanity living freely like it was originally envisioned for us to be living. In America, we do the best we can, but our, our government is continuously coming up with more laws to make our lives difficult. They do that in the other countries, too. And uh, that's why we need to gain control of this thing called government. Government is supposed to be serving us, not dictating to us, not making horrible laws that make us uh, our lives more difficult or extract money from us. You know, that we've got the same thing now back in, and they had in 1776 in America when they did the revolution, you know? The cry was tax, no taxation without representation. Well, we're at the same point again. It's gone full circle. Your tax dollars are not spent to represent you. No. They are being misused grossly. Uh, maybe one or two percent of your tax dollars get used properly. The rest is just siphoned off, wasted, and uh, falling into the pockets of the crooked politicians, which is 90 to 95 percent of every country in the world. And with only 5 or 10 percent honest people in any government, in fact, we don't even have 5 percent in this country, <laughs> the, uh, I think, but, uh, you know, some countries might have 5 to 10 percent. They're in the minority. So, in a republic-type system where um, you probably only need a 60% majority to uh, control legislation, the good guys are never going to win a battle. It's that sick, really. Uh, that's why it's a, it's a bad system. And remember, there are no democracies in this world. Any... A politician that uses the word democracy or any fool that uses the word democracy in relation to a government is a deceiver, is an ignorant fool. Because in a real democracy, the people would have the power to decide everything. And uh, we don't. We have uh, dictatorships and republics. That's what we have, and uh, what's the whatever the word for is religious dictatorships, what you call them. You know, like uh, Iran, Saudi Arabia, they're religious dictatorships. Uh, and um, there's a few others out there. And that's what we have. There is no democratic country in the world. There isn't one. You know, we'd like to make it. Uh, America a democracy, but we're never going to do it if we keep playing along 
uh, with the rules that have been set in place to keep us under control, under their thumb. You know, we could look at that old song by the Rolling Stones, Under My Thumb. Well, that's what the government is saying to you. You're under my thumb. You're under the thumb of the government. And um, they're putting the pressure on you now. They're making your life. They're all, they're all, you know, they're nothing but dogs on, on tight leashes held by the New World Order now. There's going to be a new world order, but it's not the one that the new, the evil new world order. The new world order will finally, the good new world order will come when the ETs finally land on our world. So we ought to be hoping for that. And we all could make it happen a lot faster if we all put a, more, a little more love out there. If we all stop obeying the evil laws. We all have a right to not have to obey evil laws and uh, that's a problem with the police this whole idea that they're supposed to just enforce anything that's on the books as a law well uh, over 50 percent of the laws are evil now if they're willing to enforce evil laws that makes them evil people every time they enforce an evil law or a law that's just on the books to extort money out of people and victimize people they're on the side of evil. We don't want police that are willing to enforce evil laws. I mean, of course, it would be good if the politicians got rid of the evil laws. And that's what we need to be asking them. We need to go to the politicians and say, look, we're not going to vote for you. The election's coming up in a couple of days, and you better be thinking about this. But I know, you know, I'm, I'm not a... <laughs> Uh, I'm a realist. I know what's going to happen on election day because I know my fellow human beings. In America here, all the idiots, the brainwashed idiots, a lot of them good-hearted people, they're going to go to the polls and they're going to vote for either Democrats or Republicans. And either one they vote for is they're going to just perpetuate the evil system that the American government has become, the American Republic has become. And as soon as the election is over, everybody's got their uh, seat in the Congress or whatever, they're just going to ignore us as always. And they're just going to listen to what the bribe money coming from the evil New World Order tells them to do. And the only laws they're going to put forth are the ones that serve the evil New World Order. And there's nothing you can do about it, basically, you know, um, unless we uh, agree to uh, set up vigilante systems. You know, vigilante is a good word when you're doing it uh, to offset the evils of the official government. Uh, why do we want to continue obeying evil laws by evil governments? Just look around Europe. Every one of the, we thought they were, uh, <laughs> we grew up here in America thinking they were democracies. They're all republics and they're all evil republics now. And they all suppress their own populations and they only, they dance to the tune of the new world order, the European Union, 
and the WHO and the WEF, they're all part of the same gang, you know? And the controllers of those gangs are evil entities from other worlds, whether they want to admit it or not. You know, the information has come out. You know, the Earth has been suppressed by countless uh, evil ET societies from other worlds that have come here and um, taken control of us and put us into slave labor systems. You know, we're at, it's called a debt, debt, D-E-B-T, uh, slave labor uh, <laughs> system. That's what we have here in this world. You know, um, it's, uh, and the controlling factors are the bankers and the politicians and the police, you know, and uh, we need police that serve the local community and don't enforce evil laws. And I said over half the laws are evil and uh, oppressive. Now, you the listener here, and you, the regular people, you got to wake up and do something to, uh, you know, stop obeying evil laws. I'll give you a perfect example, you know? It's not going to hurt anybody, but it's going to be a step that you're going to be able to proudly say, I'm going to resist following evil laws. And the one I've got in mind here is the seatbelt law. You know, they weaseled it in on the American public. It's an oppressive law for a lot of reasons. I mean, first they started putting the seatbelts in cars. Most people didn't use them, nor were they necessary. And then they started uh, making laws that, well, you have to wear a seatbelt. And then the insurance companies got in on the bandwagon and made it, well, you know, they started asking you if you got an accident when you were wearing a seatbelt. And then eventually they got the state legislatures to make it mandatory to wear seatbelts, I think, in every state in America and probably every country in the world, too. They have these uh, friggin' oppressive laws, you know? It's like... You know, the government, the world controllers, letting you know that even when you're driving in your vehicle, we have you locked in place. We have you, uh, we have a leash around you. It's called your seatbelt. And they've tricked you into obeying an oppressive law, really. And there have been many court cases that have showed up where people, it was a disadvantage to have a seatbelt on in an accident. You know, I mean, they're there in the cars and that also increased the cost of cars, you know, which is another stab in the back from government, you know, and uh, it's an oppressive law. It restricts your breathing, you know, your life forces, your breath, half your life forces, your breath. And if they can lower your breathing that makes you more susceptible to mind control. See, that's what it's all about, you know? And uh, I look, you know, and um, I never wear my seatbelt, except when I see a cop around, because I know he can give me a ticket, so I'll put it on, you know? 
I mean, it's just an annoying piece of shit, you know, that I have to deal with when I'm driving around, you know? If there's a cop pulling up alongside me, well, I better pull my seatbelt on and he'll look over and give me a ticket for not having my seatbelt on, you know? I mean, it, the laws are so damn oppressive, and that's what, and cops want, that's an easy ticket to give out, you know, and more money for the township. Township will love that, you know, and the more fines we can collect. And the whole thing of paying fines for motor vehicle violations, first of all, that shouldn't even be a law about that. But thank, the, thank the crooked politicians for that one. You know, and who jumped on the bandwagon? The phony local politicians, the police departments, they all jumped in on that. And the uh, insurance companies, you know, if you're stupid enough to admit you got an accident and you're stupid enough to admit you didn't have your seatbelt on, they'll raise your policy. Yeah? You're getting backstabbed everywhere you look. So you can get away with riding without a seatbelt. You're supposed to be aware when you're riding. You know, if there's somebody in your car that's like a total vegetable, you know, I guess maybe they need to be strapped in with a seatbelt. Okay. But if you're, in a, you're, you're supposed to be aware when you're riding in a car. I mean, if you're the passenger in the front seat, you know, you don't really need that seatbelt. You don't need the airbags. You know, if the person driving the car is a good driver, he can basically, uh, Avoid any situation. Um, believe me. Uh, you know, it was a time before we had all these ridiculous laws. Everybody used to weave in and out of traffic. Everybody used to run red lights until the, the fines got so ridiculous. And nobody was getting in accidents, please. Uh, you know, it, but that's where you can start... Uh, Start to stop obeying oppressive laws. You'll feel better without your seatbelt on, too. You can take a deep breath, and the more deep breaths you can take, it'll improve your health. And while you're at it, when you're outside in the park, take your shoes off and socks and walk barefoot. I mean, you got to be careful walking barefoot because, you know, People throw tra uh, dangerous trash all over the place, you know? Uh, so you got to walk slowly, and uh, you can't just walk nonchalantly barefoot except if you're on the beach. Um, but you're energizing your yourself, and not everyone has access to the beach. But uh, wherever you're at, you can find a nice spot and just take off your shoes and socks and do that every day. It'll improve your health and help you connect with Mother Earth. You know, the Earth, the Earth is a living organism, you know, consciousness. That's right. I talk about that in my book, Connected Arts Theory. I talk about the event where the Earth was communicating with a group of people I was with, and it was pulsating the ground. <laughs> to literally send vibrations from a fire uh, concentric circles out. And something told me to put my, uh, to squat down and put my hands on the ground like uh, a frog puts its digits out. And no sooner I did that, I felt the ripples coming from the fire. We were all sitting around in uh, concentric circles 
at a pulse of like one every one or two seconds. And I draw a picture of it to explain that situation. It's another amazing true story. I got other amazing true stories in that book. Like I said, it's an education that will make you a smarter person, you know? And experiences like that, it would be nice if everyone could go out and experience those things. You know, a very small portion of the population uh, engages in that, but we should be, because that's the real reality of what it is to be a human being and being connected with the bigger picture. You know, the Earth has consciousness. I hear the sun has a consciousness, too. Uh, and other celestial objects have consciousnesses. And, uh, gee, so these are important things. And you can uh, learn a lot from music, you know. Half the songs I've written, I got 35 songs out there on two albums, you know. You'll get an education by just listening to them. It would be nice if you did me the courtesy you can... Uh, CD Baby sells each one of my songs. You can download it for 99 cents. You think you can afford that? You think you can afford $5 for uh, my Connect the Dots Theory ebook? Come on, you waste that every day. If you go to a fast food place, they don't have cheap food anymore. It's all expensive. And now they're lacing the food with baby parts, dead baby parts. That's why they promote abortions, basically, because it's free food um, for the, the fast food industry. They mix it up with the meat. And they probably mix up other unconsciousable things. Uh, they're probably going to start mixing the meat up with bugs, too. You know, the science behind the bugs, they create problems. Humans aren't really designed to eat bugs. Uh, and, of course, you could hear the lies from, like, uh, the U.S. military will tell you that people can hear everything except monkeys, whatever. Uh, but that's not true at all. We're not designed to eat uh, certain things like that. Humans are basically designed to eat uh, fruits, vegetables, and uh, cooked meats, sometimes raw uh, meat and fish. Basically, and that's that's it, you know. Eggs too. The uh, and sure we can drink cow's milk, but you know the question is, do you want to drink cow's milk? If you have a cow, um, and uh, it's fed good, no antibiotics, nothing like that. Yeah, it's safe to drink that. But the stuff you buy in the store, first of all, they destroyed the nutritional. That's still a good taste drink, yeah, but. Uh, They've destroyed the nutritional value of the milk uh, uh, by uh, ultra-pasteurizing it. You know, why don't they tell you that? Because then they couldn't sell you the uh, worthless milk. Yeah, it tastes good. It's a taste treat. You know, popcorn tastes good, too. There's no nutrition in popcorn. I don't care what anybody says. You know, you have the, uh, the corn kernels are loaded with energy. Once you pop them, all the energy is gone. So is the genetic signature. You know, this is an educational show. And uh, most people don't realize that's how your body recognizes something as of having value by the, uh, the frequency. Everything has its frequency. And your body, uh, your sophisticated cre 
is a sophisticated living machine in the human body, and it's able to recognize things that are, are of value to you by the frequency. That's why GMO food is no good. They can make it taste okay, but your body is going to have to treat it like a waste product because the uh, vibrational signature is gone and it won't recognize it, you know? Uh, that's the truth about nutrition. Everything is vibration. Hey, you know, they had infos floating around there on the Internet. Kelso said it a long time ago. He invented free-edge energy that they still prevent. They were still preventing us from having it, you know? That's why we want the ETs to land soon. And, of course, they have to land before 2025, like I said. And July 2025 is, is the closing of the window for the Earth to ascend. It's already been uh, the battle between the dark forces and the light forces. It's in the process of being won, and it's already been decided that this is going to go through as planned. And so it will happen before 2025. Why can't go on beyond that? For the Earth to descend into the fifth dimension is because of how the universe works. Everything is connected to everything. There's orbits, orbits of planets, orbits of galaxies, orbits of stars, and the Earth follows the sun wherever the sun going. And where the sun is going is uh, <laughs> into the future. So, <laughs> and there are alternative realities. You know, for those who are hell-bent on war and anger and all the negative vibrations, uh, they'll continue to be a 3D Earth, but you're going to be separated. You know, this event was talked about in the uh, Christian scriptures, uh, one of the, one of the uh, teachings of Jesus will be on the field. Two will be working in the field. One will be taken. One will remain. So that's talking about the splitting of reality, you know, and uh, it's going to happen whether you like it or not. It's going to happen. So the best thing to do is to prepare for it. It's going to be good news for all of us that uh, want that world where everyone gets along, everything is shared fairly, plenty of food and stuff for everybody. And uh, I'm going to be part of that reality. You might want to be too. But meanwhile, we have to, uh, you know, take care of things. Oh, anyhow, back to CD Baby. I've got that song out there on my album, Songs Better Than Dylan. You know, on CD Baby. Hey, my name is Tom Edison. Simple spell. T-O-N-E-D-I-S-O-N. Uh, and uh, that's why my um, CD Baby albums are listed. Songs Better Than Dylan by Tom Edison. American Party Songs by Tom Edison. And uh, there's a song called The Earth, She Loves You. And maybe after you listen to it, watch the video on YouTube, uh, first listen to it just the song, and um, 
by searching uh, the CD Baby uh, catalog of, of Tom Edison songs and uh, listen to it. Uh, it might it might move you to have some love for Mother Earth because that's what the lyrics say. The Earth, she loves you, and all she wants is to be loved. And the Earth will know if you're loving her. And, and in order to love her, you have to have some respect from her, too. You, wanna, you don't want to go out there and brutalize the Earth, you know, and... Uh, deposit all kinds of junk in it like the industrialists do and like the New World Order corporations do. So anyhow, that's it. And if you find it in your heart by after listening to my songs, buy one for 99 cents. We're getting to the end of the show. You're going to hear the first song on my album, Songs Better Than Dylan, uh, at the CD Baby a uh, YouTube representation of me. I gotta be somebody. It could, it's my anthem. It could be yours too. It's the first song on that album. Uh, listen to it, and maybe you'll find it in your heart to purchase it uh, as a kind of thanks for the time and effort it took to write it and record it. The, uh, okay, we're coming to the end of the show, but do the countdown. Hey, tell your friends to tune in next week. And uh, before you go out and vote, why don't you ask the politicians the, the tough questions like, what are you going to do to stop the chemtrails? When are you going to let us tell you what laws to get rid of? Yeah, tough questions like that. Uh, what are you going to do about getting rid of uh, clone Biden? Yeah. Okay, here's the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Without being clear to 